0: Welcome to Everyday Cannabis with host Eva Sativa. This groundbreaking podcast aims to clear the smoke on Reefer Madness by providing honest, open, and real cannabis talk with no sticks, no seeds, and no shame. Now, here's your host, Eva Sativa.
1: Bonjour, Shalom, Assalamu Alaikum, Namaste, and welcome to another episode of Everyday Cannabis with me, Eva Sativa Losi Grossman, if you're trying to find me on Facebook or Eva Sativa 775 on the other medias of social interaction, such as Instagram and Twitter. I am so happy to be co hosting this episode of Everyday Cannabis, coming at you live with Cannabis Cup Judge, and soon to be maybe Emerald Cup judge, my co-host and soul sister, Katie Ryder. For those not listening uh, live last night, was Halloween. Woo! Hi, Katie. Did you do anything special for Halloween?
2: Hi, Eva. Um, I guess I did do something special. Um, I dressed up as the Pink Ranger this year. I <laughs> uh, went to the typical parties. I did a house party, um, a party in a garage, and then a party at a gay bar. And um, (laughs) I also gave myself a special treat for Halloween that we're actually going to review on today's show I think you're going to review it we'll both ah
1: agree. cool well we can both review it then awesome that's cool well that's way more exciting than what I did although I, I did I did watch the finale of um RuPaul's Drag Race so I guess that's like kind of as that's cool still exciting going to a party. <laughs> well, today's episode is actually sort of a continuance or a part two of uh, a previous episode, Hope Springs Eternal. And we are very fortunate to have back uh, with us patient and advocates, uh, both of them, Mary Weber, uh, who, well, uh, patient advocate Mary Weber, who shared with us her incredible journey that so far, it's 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 just a journey that's ongoing. Uh, Mary was diagnosed with multiple sclerosis or MS nine years ago and through medical cannabis has found um, an alleviation of intense nerve pain and muscle spasticity and it's really changed her life uh, quality of life immensely for the better as i said before genius is talent set on fire by courage she is fierce she is smart and she is courageously happy in the face of diversity she's none other than mary weber patient advocate and friend. Thank you, Mary, for being here today. How you doing?
3: I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me back. Oh, Of course, it's always a pleasure. Did you do anything fun for Halloween? No, just hung out. I did bake some medicated cookies, which was tasty, but that's about it. Mary, Mary makes the best, best, best edibles. Um,
1: so we also have uh, what? What kind of cookies were they? I just out of curiosity. Oatmeal
3: chocolate chip cookies,
1: Aww. and I it with CBD chocolate. So it was super yum. Oh man, that's awesome! What a great way to get the CBD in there in yeah. chocolate. Awesome. So we also have with us uh, the amazing Andrew Smith, me bust. Is that right? That's right, right? Yeah, you
4: nailed it. All right.
1: Whoa, that's like deja vu. (laughs) (laughs) Only in darkness can you see the stars. And Andrew is a superstar in darkness and light, it doesn't matter. He has earned star status. We never quite finished. I mean, we we finished hearing Andrew's story, but it felt like it was just kind of not finished. So we really wanted to bring him back today. Um, Andy has uh, well, it's not. Uh, it's kind of Parkinson's. It's Parkinson. Uh, you can explain the difference. Uh, yeah. it's, uh, and and chronic fatigue, chronic migraines, and thanks to cannabis, he is no longer wheelchair bound. Um, but he um, enjoys healthy life and he practices swimming uh yoga that's more than, than i've been able to do lately cycling and boxing and despite a sinus infection he's made it here today to be with us live on everyday cannabis because he is so passionate about spreading the love thank you for being here thank you sandy thank you
4: for that thanks for that introduction i'm so happy to be here Well, we're really happy that you're here.
1: So, unfortunately, Dr. Stephanie was called away. Um, We we were going to have her back, but she had a patient emergency, and she just couldn't make it today. So, we'll have to have her back on another show, and and we'll just have her back on her own show. But since it is the day after Halloween, I really uh, wanted to take a moment to talk some more about candy or edibles in general, um, you know, the cannabis-infused or the medicated kind. I feel... Like, edibles get such an undeserved bad rap. They get a bad reputation. And the edibles are not doing anything wrong. It is the people that are not following the directions, you know, it's kind of like Caesar when when people are, are ripping on dogs, and it's not the dogs, it's the owners, right? <laughs> it's like, but this is even more so because edibles, they, they're just stationary. They can't do anything. They're just sitting there. It's people that are not using the edibles correctly. You know, I haven't been feeling very great lately. Actually, um, I suffer from a lot of issues. Um, That Fortunately, though, uh, cannabis is helpful for them. Uh, I think, truly, I have an endocannabinoid system deficiency, um, and so I'm very fortunate because cannabis works for a lot of the problems. Anyway, so we've got migraines and seizures and severe chronic pain from injuries. Uh, It can get really intense, and for me, that is the best thing that is my staple, that is my go-to, and, and I'm not talking about brownies and, and, you know, cakes and cupcakes, or I do enjoy them, but I would be, you know, 400 pounds if I ate that all the time, but um, I, I'm talking about capsules, gummies, edibles of that type, right, I feel like everyone I talk to has a funny or a bad edible story, and it's usually related, right, to what taking away more than they needed or not reading or caring about the label uh, instructions, you know, eating the whole exactly. candy bar. <laughs>
4: exactly.
1: <Yep, right? laughs> yes. uh, yeah. And so do, uh, do you guys have one? Everyone's got one. Do you have one? Anyone? Anyone? I,
3: I don't because it's very hard with how my receptors are for me to really even get high and I need a certain strain. But I know Andy has a good one. Oh, yeah. Andy, what happened? Let's hear it. Let's
4: hear it. Let's hear it. So I had just gone to see my doctors in UCSF for the first time, and I talked to them about using medicinal cannabis, and they said it was good. So I then went to go see another doctor to get my card, and I was so excited. Um, I went to a dispensary that was right next to it, and um, speaking of edibles, I... For a long time, was medicating with uh, Kiva confection. They make these amazing oh, yeah. chocolate bars, and they're great. Um, there's espresso chocolate beans. That was like the main way I medicated because it was just it was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, I went over there and I spent a certain amount of money. And with most dispensaries, if you spend like a certain amount of money, you get like a free joint or a free edible, or you know, they throw in something extra. So they had this really. Yummy looking Reese's cup. And so I was like, (laughs) I'll take that as my freebie. And so um, I'm still in my wheelchair at this time. So I like wheel myself out of the store and um, I get in the car and I open it up and I'm just like, I'm going to try this and see what happens. So I just open the package, not even looking, um, which is, you know, Big rule number one. Always
1: Classic read, mistake. Read really what
4: mistake. you were eating.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and especially
4: if it's your first time. This was pretty much my first time with an edible. So, of course, I just rip it open and bite into it.
0: Mm.
4: I eat about half of it and then put the other half in the bag. And um, just total ignorance. I'm like, nothing's happening. I don't feel anything. Oh, no. So about three hours That's- later... We're in the Cheesecake Factory in San Francisco, which is, um, like, f- four stories up in a Macy's, and the only way to get in is through an elevator. So <laughs> we're in the middle of the restaurant. All of a sudden, I just take a trip to, like, Wonderland. I'm Oh, I'm dear. <laughs> I
0: feel
4: like everybody's staring at me, and I start to freak out. And I think what happened was when I finally got my meal and started to eat is when it finally started to hit my system and this was like three hours after I had eaten it and about 15 minutes after eating I was in full effect so my mom seeing what was happened we quickly buck things up she wheels me out and we get to the elevator um, and our hotel was about four blocks away so on the way back I somehow developed a British accent I was talking <laughs> People. I was like, oh, good day, sir. How are you? Oh, you look lovely. And I'm just going off. I don't even remember this. My mom has video of it. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I'm glad it, your
1: mom took video of that. Maybe they should <laughs>
3: make that into I, a service, a PSA. Yeah. yeah it, it should should find this, definitely. She got
4: me back to the hotel room, and there was like a phone by the toilet, and I kept telling her that I needed to call the FBI, and there were men in suits in the other room, and I had lost my mind so after that experience I had decided you know I thought edibles were the devil after that
1: okay so this is what commonly happens and (laughs) so that that's why we're gonna do a little a little bit of edibles 101 um, in, in this episode too because this is what all too commonly happens and it's because uh, people don't read the labels. Now it's up to a bud tender's and and the dispensaries really need to drive it in there when they hand people this uh, to say to them, you know, you really need to read the labels, and it can take two or more hours. For it to hit your system, um, because it it is uh it depends on what you've eaten earlier that day. It depends on your metabolism and a number of factors, and uh, there's there's a lot more to it. So, um, uh-huh. won't well- when we come back from our break, we'll we'll get a little bit more into that, and I and I want to talk about you know how this kind of turns into some fear mongering um, uh, because of these kinds of situations. However,
4: um, did you die? No, I didn't. I just had, you know, I slept really well that night. I'm not going (laughs) to lie. (laughs) I just, you know, was crazy for a little while, but
1: (laughs) you developed a British accent and you developed an anxiety attack and and you developed, you learned a lesson, which is to read the label um, next time. Okay. So we have to take a quick um, break, uh, but we'll be right back with some, uh, with some more patient talk on patient issues and edibles with Ms. Mary Weber, um, Andrew Smith me bust and my co-host Katie Ryder, and me Eva Sativa please like me and follow me on Instagram and Twitter Eva Sativa 775 send us your questions we've gotten some really good legal questions and we're saving them up for an episode with an expert so if you have any questions um, or if you've asked one and we haven't answered it yet we're working on it so we take these questions seriously people we care about our audience and we thank you for listening so go smoke a ball enjoy the following messages until we return.
0: Cannabis is your passion, and you've worked hard to build your business. But the industry is evolving. Every day, new regulations make it harder to stay competitive. At Greenlight Drafts, we think compliance should make it easier. Our operations, plans, policies, and procedures can help your business comply with complicated and time-consuming requirements. While cannabis may be your passion, ours is compliance. Call us today at 844-GRN-LGHT. That's 844-GRN-LGHT. Or visit us online at Greenlight Crafts.com. Do you want your business to change the world? At Pistol & Stigma, we know that the most successful organizations add holistic value to their communities. Our government and community relations professionals use methods that encourage social impact and accountability to develop your mission-driven work. Find out how at PistolAndStigma.com or contact us at 1-844-476-5448. That's 1-844-476-5448. Pistol & Stigma, connecting people to policy and you to listening to everyday cannabis if you have a question or comment about our show please send an email to eva at everydaycannabisradio.com that's eva at everyday c-a-n-n-a-b-i-s radio.com now back to the show
1: all right, we're just going to jump right back into it because we just never seem to have enough time to talk about everything there is to say. So I wanted to say that I was a little bit disappointed in my home state of Florida when prohibitionists there tried to combine two of the, uh, the most common urban legends into one giant urban legend ball <laughs> against cannabis when spreading uh, a bunch of malarkey, I like that word, I think, <laughs> it's a, pro, a, a apropos word for this, a malarkey about the possibility of medicated edibles getting into kids' Halloween candy. Um, So back in 2014, the last time uh, that the Florida voters considered Medical Marijuana Ballot Initiative, the opponents were warning that the doctor-approved pot cookies could be possibly the new date-rape drug, like a roofie. Um, And uh, no, that, that obviously did not come to fruition. But this year, the prohibitionists are warning that cannabis candy made for patients could be like surreptitiously like the razor blades of past handed out to children um, on Halloween. Despite the fact that there are absolutely zero, none, no confirmed cases of anything like this ever happening in the two decades that's in 20 years since California became the first state to legalize medical marijuana back in 1996. Um, they go on to say, as uh, you know, in this article, that it, it's almost impossible for anyone, let alone a child, to tell a marijuana gummy bear or cookie from the real thing. Okay, let's break this down a little bit. So, um, first of all, I don't know why someone would want to do this in the first place, but if they did, they would have to be a Rockefeller. Um, because I don't know if you guys know how much these cannabis candies costs, but it's like $20 for one of those peanut butter cups. So, you know, to fill, uh, I mean, you'd have to spend a lot of money to do this. Uh, and why you would want to do it well I don't know um, because most of the time when those the, these scare cases happened or whatever in the past it's actually been they've been trying a family member or something trying to hurt the child nothing would happen to the child I don't, I don't it doesn't make any sense it's just absolutely ridiculous uh, does anyone have anything to say about this an opinion
2: I mean you, you think of all the steps you have to go through to actually carry out this kind of deviation plan with you know possession limitations how many times you'd have to go back to the dispensary to get more peanut butter cups you know it's just this is a crime that nobody would ever commit um, Yeah. And if anything like this were to happen my guess would be that it would be in an unregulated state where could people are just to commit making that? stuff in their garage right, exactly right. Could afford to commit that. <laughs>
1: $20 for a piece of candy to give some kid the giggles and then never even see it. So, I mean, what's the point? Why? Like, <laughs> Just like the razor blades, except razor blades are harmful, but this isn't harmful. So, it's really, there's no point to this. It's just fear-mongering and reefer madness, right? Um, just trying to bring total back... Total reefer madness. Yeah, right, exactly. Which okay. is why I think we should just take a few minutes to go over a little bit of Edibles 101 um, because I, I'm getting sick and tired of people fear mongering and hating on edibles. Um, why do so many people have this fear of edibles? Because of the bad edible stories, uh, because they take too much. And or they expect it to work faster than it does, right, like you did, Andy, and, mm-hmm. and, and then they, they don't wait for it to happen, and then they redo dose too soon and end up taking too much. So always, always, always read the label and follow the individual instructions of the product. It doesn't matter if you've taken 1,800 other products. Read the instructions for that individual product. 5 to 10 milligrams is considered like a single dose for occasional users, Mm-hmm. according to many sources. Uh, I, I, you know, but for your particular product, read it anyway. Read it anyway. You can always take more the next time tomorrow, but you can never take less unless you do it the hard way and you don't want to. So go
2: slow and start low. Yeah, you know, some people who enjoy smoking or vaping uh, may just not like the feeling of edibles uh, because it is almost kind of a different drug. The THC is absorbed differently, and edibles may seem stronger than smoked or vaporized cannabis when digested because the THC is metabolized by the liver, which converts it to 11 hydroxy THC. This active metabolite is particularly effective in crossing the blood brain barrier, which results in a more intense high. Inhaled THC undergoes a different metabolic process because rather than passing, through the stomach and then the liver, the THC travels directly to the brain. That's why the effects of smoked or vaporized marijuana come on faster and diminish more quickly than when you have an edible.
1: That's right, and so it's important to remember that edibles can take anywhere from like thirty minutes to two hours, or some cases, what it took you what three uh, three hours. It took Andrew.
4: You about three hours, but like you said, there are so many different conditions there things that control when it will hit you like mine I'm pretty sure it was it, as soon as the food hit my stomach and started activating my stomach that's when yes. it started to take effect
1: that's how it happens for me a lot of times is it won't mm-hmm. take effect at all until I eat something later on so yeah um that's something I didn't know and so edibles uh you know they may Oh, so this is something that I didn't know this is really interesting edibles may be strong but they have a lower bioavail- bio bioavailability when it comes to uh, compared to inhaled cannabis, um, they actually deliver a smaller concentration of cannabinoids to the bloodstream. So ingesting oh. edibles introduces only ten to twenty percent of THC and other cannabinoids to the blood plasma, whereas inhaled cannabis falls closer to fifty or sixty percent. So that's interesting to note. I, I I did not I didn't realize that.
2: that. Yeah, that's the that's the primary uh, reason why I prefer inhalation methods to ingestion is the increased bioavailability and the faster onset of effects.
4: I'm the complete opposite. That's funny. Yeah. I am. I prefer edibles because when I smoke or vape, it's too much for me. I hmm. just become kind of lazy and stupid and hungry, you know, all the typical high effects. <laughs> so when I eat, it spreads out, um, a lot longer and there's a lot less, um, in the, in the system like you were saying that for me seems to work well but everybody's body is different
3: yes mm-hmm. and that's the key is yes. what works for you and going mm-hmm. and and carefully and patiently finding it because you need to start low and go slow so yes. that you don't get yourself with whatever yeah,
2: happens- really important to start a small dose five ten milligrams and then titrate up um And, you know, it is, it can be difficult to dose with edibles, even though there are some great apps out there, you can get pretty close to accurate, uh, it can still be hard, uh, because you can find that packaged edibles at a dispensary can vary from batch to batch, if they don't have, say, uh, strong SOPs in place to ensure consistency, uh, your go-to distributor may have a batch that varies from the last one you tried. So you might think mm-hmm. the last time I tried this, oh, it was fairly weak, so I'll do the same thing, you know, then I'll eat, or I'll eat twice as much. And then you find out that the fleas batch is a lot stronger than what you expect. So we're really, um, or I'm always hoping that we get, you know, more strict testing guidelines and better testing accountability in states. Nevada's, I think, on the forefront of that. Um, but not. we really need patients to be able to rely on testing because you need to be able to dose accurately um, especially when you know this isn't this isn't a pharmaceutical uh, and patients really are in charge of administering their own medicine
4: and when you are trying to find the proper dose make sure you have a buddy um, I'm very thankful that I had Mary through this whole process because for me to find proper dosing and medication took me about six months so definitely like use the buddy system as well I recommend it's too scary to do it alone so find someone who's going to be there to support you for when you do have those you know scary moments where you take too much who can like talk you down and help you through it um because yeah i mean there's that's no other way to figure it out unless it's it's always good to go at this with somebody else by your side so It's
1: a great idea to have a bud buddy yeah i, I it is a great idea, especially for um, elderly couples. I would always recommend um, for, for, for one person to not uh, try the product and to be able to be there for their bud buddy. And I would suggest for them to hang out in bed or uh, meet on the sofa, but, but try and just chill out and not make any plans for that day <laughs> just mm-hmm. in case they're feeling a little bit like just hanging out and watching cartoons and you know uh so I think it's time to go ahead and go to uh oh sorry was someone did I interrupt somebody there I was just saying have some CBD handy too that's yes yeah, <laughs> yes yeah There, there is some evidence that CBD after the effect can help and uh then, and there's some evidence that it's it may be too late, but it certainly can't hurt. So you might as well try. Um, so you know, the, and then uh, some people say, you know, it, it just treat it like you would if you were having a little bit of an anxiety attack. Like, well, go to your little happy place, um, where wherever that may be. And
3: so and everybody. It uh, reacts to an overdose differently. It's not always paranoia or something. Everyone's different as well.
1: Yeah, so some people get nauseous. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Some people have a little bit of a nausea feeling. And so, you know, you can uh, treat it, uh, just treat the symptoms as you would normally. But the important thing to remember is that you're going to be okay. <laughs> and that usually helps quite a bit. Um, but... Uh, you know, I I, I have never uh, I've never really had the the te- well terrible experiences that most people do, but I have a very very high tolerance for edibles, and that is a problem because it's very expensive. So um, I usually am trying to uh, trying to de uh, what is it de- desensitize, which Mary has done um, and highly recommends doing that from the Dr. Sulak pro- program. We had Dr. Sulak on the uh, show earlier, and he has a um, a methodology of desensitizing um, when you feel that you're getting too, too high up there. So um, we do have to take another quick break. Gosh, time goes so fast, but we will be right back. With patient advocates, Miss Mary Weber and Andrew uh, Smith-Mebus, uh, please tweet us your questions. We are live tweeting right now as we speak uh, at EvaSativa775. And if you have questions for Mary or Andy, you can email them at info at thecannabisedition.com. That's a little hard to spell, so I'm going to do it for you. It's info, all one word, uh, I-N-F-O at thecannabisedition, t h e C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-E-D-I-T-I-O-N dot C-O-M. Pretty good, huh? And be
4: sure
1: sure to check out the website and the forum for medicinal cannabis information, Q&A, all for free because they are totally awesome. Stay tuned. We have much more coming up after these messages. We will be right back.
0: Cannabis is your passion, and you've worked hard to build your business. But the industry is evolving. Every day, new regulations make it harder to stay competitive. At Greenlight Drafts, we think compliance should make it easier. Our operations, plans, policies, and procedures can help your business comply with complicated and time-consuming requirements. While cannabis may be your passion, ours is compliance. Call us today at 844-GRN-LGHT. That's 844-GRN-LGHT. Or visit us online at Greenlight Drafts dot Do you want your business to change the world? At Pistol & Stigma, we know that the most successful organizations add holistic value to their communities. Our government and community relations professionals use methods that encourage social impact and accountability to develop your mission-driven work. Find out how at PistolAndStigma.com or contact us at 1-844-476-5448. That's 1-844-476-5448. Pistol & Stigma, connecting people to policy and you to Listening to Everyday Cannabis. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Eva at everydaycannabisradio.com. That's Eva at everyday C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-Radio.com. Now, back to the show.
1: Alright, welcome back to Everyday Cannabis. Pack a ball and get cozy, folks. I am still being joined by two amazing patients and my co-host, Katie Ryder. We're going to jump right back in here because we want to do a review of a product that we both tried that um, is one of my very, very favorite products while we're on the subject of edibles, um, which is the chibichu. Uh chibachus just for kind of very recently became available in Nevada. I had had them before when I was in Colorado and I was really excited when they came out here. Um, If you haven't had them before, a Chibichu is sort of like a Tootsie Roll, only it tastes a lot better, but that's about the size of the Chibichu, and uh, they come in uh, different uh, milligrams and, you know, with different THC to CBD uh, ratios, and they even have just CBD Chibichus as well. They're tasty, they're delicious, they're consistent, Uh, I absolutely love them. Uh, I've been taking uh, one uh, uh, to two a day every day for the past week. <laughs> uh, I had one this morning. Uh, they're, they're my favorite. They're, they're very reliable. They're very consistent. Uh, I won't tell you what dosage I take because it's not important, but um, I just absolutely love them. They're, they're, they're wonderful. I, I couldn't give it a higher review. Katie, uh, what do you think of them?
2: Well, I generally like the product. Um, you know, it tasted good. A lot of times, you get an edible, and it's just overwhelmingly tastes like cannabis. Yeah, these not a great is, flavor. Yeah, these, um, these, these these they taste like tuxierls. Um I you know, it was a pleasant experience. Uh, it was I took the right dosage for me, and it was a nice, smooth, kind of long-lasting body high. Um, my one complaint I will say about the Chibachu is that the packaging is very difficult (laughs) to open. Yes! I, I was trying to open it. I, I had it on Saturday night when I was out, uh, going to Halloween parties and I was in a cab. It was dark and I was trying to open it by the light of my cell phone and my God, it was near impossible. Um, they should really, uh, you know, take something from the 50 year old company and change the wrapper because it's a little tricky, especially if you're medicating. I am going to
1: agree with you on that. And if you notice on it, it says to put it in the freezer and that makes it easier, and that is a lie. I mean, it makes it a little bit easier, but not that much easier. I, 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 Either that or I'm just, you know, functionally disadvantaged because I cannot, yeah.
2: uh, I can't, I can't And for those that who don't, for those who don't know what a Chibachu looks like, imagine a Tootsie Roll if they took the two ends and cut them off and flattened it so it was just a little cylinder. And, and wrapped it in All foil. of the ends were wrapped in foil and pushed together so you can't find any seams. But you know that there's something delicious inside waiting to come
4: out. <laughs>
1: there's a Very picture of one. Dreaming. Yeah, there's a picture of one on the Instagram on my Instagram uh, our page, and um, also on the face on my personal Facebook page. Anyway, it, it's kind of hard to see and it's small, but yeah, I, I, I guess yeah that that might take one little star off for for the packaging. Yeah, good point, Katie.
2: So that was the only drawback. Otherwise, thumbs up.
1: So we have so much to cover in this episode. I'm, I'm kind of hoping that we can get this in. Katie, would you like to talk about the, um, the study from the newsletter?
2: About sure. Um, yeah. Sure. Well, uh, you know, um, at Greenlight drafts every week we put out a newsletter. Um, it's each Tuesday on the same day that this show airs live. Uh, Newsletter subscribers get a highlight of most important cannabis news updates to keep you and your business informed on pressing industry happenings and provoking industry thought pieces. Uh, It's something we've really just been trying to get out to get more people informed and thinking, you know, just broader than the jurisdiction that they're operating in. Uh, Something you want to sign up for, you can get that in your inbox by sending an email to info at greenlightdrafts.com. So, recently, uh, one of the stories that we had in the newsletter um, was about uh, a study on cannabis and Parkinson's symptoms. It says, cannabis shown to improve Parkinson's symptoms. According to a study published in the European Journal of Pain... Investigators at Tel Aviv University and the Rabin Medical Center in Israel found that cannabis inhalation improves symptoms of Parkinson's disease. Researchers examined the effects of cannabis on motor symptoms and pain parameters in patients with Parkinson's disease and concluded that within 30 minutes of exposure, patients experienced improvement in symptoms and relief of pain. These results correlate with a previous Israeli trial, which reported, quote, significant improvement after treatment in tremor, rigidity, bradykinesia, which is slowness, movement, and significant improvement of sleep and pain scores. So, this is really big news because we've heard a lot of anecdotal evidence about uh, cannabis' ability to treat symptoms of Parkinson's, uh, but now we're really starting to see, uh, you know, scientific research proving that
1: yeah does this surprise you at all andrew uh or is this uh how does this compare Um, to your
4: experience actually it's pretty true um and yeah when when vaping for some reason i find that to really help with my shaking symptoms um i don't do it as much because a lot of my parkinson issues are a lot of like motor skill issues not so much cognitive so I like the whole body high because my legs I get um dystonia all over and then I have um really bad tremors in my legs that Mm -hmm. seem to just come up out of nowhere and then like you said there's the pain and all that stuff so um I usually vape CBD, and I find I don't know why. The doctors at UCSF they were like, "Don't use THC; it's dangerous." But I haven't <laughs> had a problem with it so far. <laughs> um,
1: it might make you feel good.
4: <laughs> yeah, it's <dangerous. laughs> And it's important.
3: But, you need a little THC. Yeah,
4: but I yeah, that's exactly what Mary said. I totally disagree. I think you need a little bit of both to get the full effect. So, um, I medicate um, more with a three to one ratio and that's a CBD to THC, but I still use THC. And again, everybody's different. Mm -hmm. Um, Other people might find that THC works better for their Parkinson's. Me personally, I like, I like the effects that CBD has on it.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I found that it's, it's, it's a, a very different for everybody. Some people uh, uh, need a little bit more CBD or a little bit more THC. And for me, if I take a little bit too much CBD, I get a little bit sleepy or a little bit headachey. you know. Yeah. But if I get just the right amount, it's just perfect. So, and everybody is different. Um but uh, I, I wanted to, you know, we never really got to finish your 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 story, and that it has, you know, a happy ending. Um, uh, you know, I know you were in a wheelchair, and now you're not in a wheelchair. Um, and, yeah. I, I, <laughs> and I I know when I when I met you, I, I didn't see any visible tremor, um, or or would never, uh, you know, think that there was something. A myth at all, really, um, which uh, I know can be difficult too, because it's hard to have an, an invisible disability, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, but I, I I am very impressed um, with with what cannabis has been able to do for you. Uh, what what would you if you had to kind of try and quantify it? How would, by percentage of improvement? What would
4: you say? Well, I definitely have to credit the Cinemet, which is the classic Parkinson's medication, Mm -hmm. because it gives you dopamine, which is the main issue with Parkinson's. Is you have a a dopamine, um, your brain isn't producing enough. So obviously, I have to have that and have to credit that. Mm -hmm. But I definitely would say it's probably 50-50 with that and cannabis. Um, I have really bad anxiety that comes with mine, and cannabis just chills me out and... Mm -hmm. I love that. I have insomnia is a big thing and it's helped me to sleep. And when I get um, bradykinesias, which I think um, we were talking about a second ago and the dystonia attacks, it will like pretty much just stop them straight in their tracks. Wow. Um, It's pretty amazing. Yeah. So I really credit a, a big chunk of my health to cannabis. I really don't, I think I would still actually probably be on a walker if I didn't have it. And um, it's actually very frustrating because I have family members who have the same condition and I'm just trying to get them. I'm like, please just look at how far I've come. You could come very far too. If you just, you know, Mm. open your mind and, and try this as well, but that's a whole other topic. So
1: gosh, (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that must be so difficult for you, and at the same time, uh, for them to see how how much of a change you've made. You would think that they would be standing in line
4: to try it. Oh, um, I just hate yeah. seeing them struggle oh. and buying into the propaganda that the doctors are like, "No, this is mm-hmm. bad for you and dangerous." And I just I hate that whole stigma. It really needs to go away.
1: <laughs> well, you can only lead by example. Exactly. That's so all you can I, do.
4: I drop little articles here and there in their inbox, <laughs> and bring it up every time I see them nonchalantly. So eventually, I'll you know pull them over.
2: But.
1: Well, by being a proud and and health, happy and healthy and uh, productive, wonderful, awesome person that you are, that 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 is all you need to do, and. <laughs> You know, that's that's the best you that you can be, and don't you know you can't do anything more than that.
4: Exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> and Mary, if you had to put a quantifiable number on on how much uh, cannabis helps you with your MS, what would you say? Um. Well, we have to go to break, turn- so I w- if- I'm just.
3: Just guessing. My life to me. I would say I'm at least sixty um, percent improved with cannabis. Wow. But that being really limited, um, I'd say it's a lot more. Yeah, I'd have to say.
1: I, I don't think I would be able to get out of bed at all without it. I would be exactly. completely. <laughs> yeah, that would. Yeah. be... What about you, Katie? What do you think? I mean, wh- how much? Uh, quantifiably if you had to put a percentage?
2: Um, I mean, I I take it for a few different things. So from, you know, what you said, like not getting out of bed to, you know, just being able to like settle my stomach and like go out for the night. <laughs> <laughs> so it's bigger in some ways and smaller in other ways, but uh, one thing that I do love is that I can take this one medicine and treat multiple issues. Right, no that's, pills.
1: That's the beauty of it. That's yeah. It's it treats everything that that I need it to treat all in in one beautiful plant, <laughs> many forms of the plant too, so many different choices, and uh, like I've been really into creams lately, you know, I feel like I'm discovering new products all the time, and, and uh, like creams that, that work on pain, or creams that are even are addressing uh, skin problems and issues, and it's just amazing to me to see the difference, or even with the, with the products for the dogs. So, we have to do have to take another quick break. Um, so, everybody, please remember to check out thecannabisedition.com or write to info at thecannabisedition.com if you have questions for Mary or Andy. Um, I'm sure many people do. So, uh, that's how you can reach them. Or, if you would like to uh, reach us with some questions, uh, tweet them. Uh, we are answering them right now. Or, check out Instagram at evastiva 775 or our Facebook page. Um, and we We shall be right back after these important messages from our sponsor.
5: Your favorite Voice America Talk Radio Network shows and hosts are in your car, outdoors, and wherever you need them to be. Listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, Blackberry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, Blackberry
0: App World, or Android Market. Cannabis is your passion, and you've worked hard to build your business. But the industry is evolving. Every day, new regulations make it harder to stay competitive. At Greenlight Drafts, we think compliance should make it easier. Our operations, plans, policies, and procedures can help your business comply with complicated and time-consuming requirements. While cannabis may be your passion, ours is compliance. Call us today at 844-GRN-LGHT. That's 844-GRN-LGHT. Or visit us online at Greenlight Drafts.com. Apps.com. Do you want your business to change the world? At Pistol & Stigma, we know that the most successful organizations add holistic value to their communities. Our government and community relations professionals use methods that encourage social impact and accountability to develop your mission-driven work. Find out how at PistolAndStigma.com or contact us at 1-844-476-5448. That's 1-844-476-5448. Pistol & Stigma, connecting people to policy and you to Listening to Everyday Cannabis. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Eva at everydaycannabisradio.com. That's Eva at everyday C-A-N-N-A-B-I-S-Radio.com. Now, back to the show.
1: And we are back. So I want to make use of all the little bit of time that we have, and I have a question for Andy and for Mary. Uh, if you could give advice to new patients like yourself, like if you could go back in time and talk to your your younger patient self uh, and give yourself some advice, what advice would you give to yourself to save yourself time and effort and money,
3: starting with Mary? Okay. I was thinking about that question, and I think what I would say to myself is to be patient because it's going to be a process of trial and error. I don't think there's a lot that I could have done to cut out, um, you know, to find my dosing. It was just a lot of trial and error for me that I think was necessary to learn about my medicine and learn about me, and so I could dose properly and use the proper applications in the way that work best for my body. So I think I would just tell myself to be patient and be thorough. And keep trying. That sounds like really good advice. Really good advice.
1: How about you,
4: Andy? Yeah, I think, um, you know, don't just go in blind. Find tools. There's so many things out there available if you just look. Um, my favorite tools mm-hmm. that I use is projectcbd.org or leafly.com. They have great Cannabis 101 articles. Just, you know, do your research before you just, you know, Take an edible, <laughs> which is would have been my advice myself, <laughs> you know. And really read um, read what's on the packaging. Make sure you have um, support. Um, like Mary said, it took me about six months to get to find a proper dosing. And you just have to be patient, have a partner, and don't give up because you never know what will work for you. I mean, there's so many ways to medicate. There's tinctures, vaping, smoking, edibles. Um, topicals. And it, it took me forever to find my perfect mix. So yeah, just, just be patient, use your tools, and get a buddy for the ride.
3: I love and, that. And Andy and I both learned how to make our medication, which I think was a really beautiful part of our process. And yeah, that was
4: a huge breakthrough for us.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that that perhaps would Really, I should erase my answer and give that. Learn to make your medicine and learn to make it well. That's mm-hmm. a- that's really good advice too. And uh, if you're if you happen to be in the northern Nevada
1: area and you want to learn to make your medicine, uh, you, you can uh, learn that at, through weekend 775. Um, there's some other groups and and uh, there are people out there. Mary is one of those people. Uh, I'm one of those people that will, will help you. <laughs> so, uh, that there there's people out there that will help you learn how to there's- do that
3: community. That's another thing I find really beautiful about the medicinal cannabis community is the support that I find, um, that we all find amongst each other. It's just been the most beautiful thing I've ever seen. So that is Thank very true.
1: <laughs> and 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 people like yourself help to facilitate that, and that's really important. Uh, is learning from one another and and learning, you know, what what helps other people. Um, so what? What about you? Anything you would tell yourself, uh, Katie, your your younger self <laughs> to save some time? Uh,
2: start start low and go slow, <laughs> probably. <laughs> um, I mean, knowing what I know now, I would probably tell people to be, uh, you know, skeptical and take a close look at the products that they're consuming uh, because. You know, packaging and labeling regulations in a lot of places aren't strict and what you see might not be what you get, especially if you are thinking of ordering something over the internet. I would highly recommend against ordering something over the internet. You want to talk to a physician, become a registered patient, um, and really just, you know, approach it with a sense of caution Um, that you would anything else that you're going to continuously put into your body.
1: Well, that is very good advice, and I'm afraid that that is our show for today, folks. I hope some people out there listening learned a little something today um, or feel inspired by our success stories from real patients who proudly use cannabis for a variety of disorders from migraines, seizures, spinal stenosis, arthritis, IBS, degenerative disc disease, TMJ, herniated discs, PTSD, and uh, that's just me. (laughs) uh, We've got MS, Parkinson's, and um, all kinds of disorders, right? So, on Everyday Cannabis, I feel it is important to bring a wide variety of guests on the show to give an accurate perspective of the many types of thought leaders on this subject, chosen by merit and not simply money accumulated. The great, proud, to be green patients and the dynamic, like-minded industry leaders we've met so far, from small-scale businesses to newly launching and established brands, from legendary activists to sports heroes, politicians and change makers, people who are speaking up and being the change they want to see in the world. And guess what? It is working. I'm going to tell you a secret. In all honesty, everyday cannabis users are just Everyday people who are stricken with a condition, it's called the human condition. And we all have it. Some of us are just more disabled than others. Many disabilities are invisible, so please don't judge a book by its cover. In fact, don't, don't judge it all. Worry about yourself. The severity of your ailment should never be judged. It is irrelevant. Most of you listening are lucky enough to live in a country where we take freedom seriously, like the freedom to decide what plants you grow, especially if they are harmless, and the freedom to make your own health care decisions, and the ability to live in a pursuit of happiness. You should not have to be rich to survive or live a longer, healthier life. If you can grow a plant for next to free that is life-saving and is better quality medicine than an expensive, wasteful, industrial, synthetic alternative made only to take out a remote possibility that you will enjoy it, that requires insurance, a doctor's appointment, a prescription, and you have to jump through hoop after hoop, month after month, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. But only the synthetic alternative is legal. And the poor plant, as God made it, naturally growing, all across the globe is not Growing the plant that is totally harmless, more effective, and free of serious side effects, and free, yeah, free, that will land you in a 4 by Mm 4 cell. I've said it before, and I'll say it again, when something doesn't make sense, just follow the money and all will be revealed. So please get out there and vote that is a power that you have. Maybe the only one that you will take advantage of all year. So don't give it away. You can do something to stop the madness because it is not reefer madness junkies who are being taken advantage of. It's veterans, senior citizens, the disabled, those with terminal illness, those who are dying of cancer, people who have nothing left to give who are being hurt. It's your grandma, your friends, your aunt, the nice lady who works at the supermarket. That is everyday cannabis. It's me, it's Mary, it's Andrew and Katie. When you go to vote, remember us. Please be my friend and like our show. Follow us on social media.
2: And until next week, no sticks, no seeds, and no shame.
1: May all beings everywhere be happy and free. Karma is not a bitch unless you are. Thanks for listening. We love you. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Bye.
0: Thank you for tuning in to Everyday Cannabis. Please join Eva Sativa for another episode next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Until then, no sticks, no seeds, no shame.